Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Bridget Quinn, and here are today's top local stories. The city says there are no more traces of arsenic in the water at the Jacob Reese houses in the East Village. However, the people who are there are still being advised not to drink the water or cook with it. More test results are expected during the course of the week. The update from our Roger Stern. The city's being cautious and wants more tests before telling folks here they can give up the bottled water. And residents like this man tell Channel 7 Eyewitness News they are still worried about arsenic poisoning. I mean, I don't have any of those symptoms, thank God, but for anybody that do, get your lawsuit. Weekend testing showed the water is safe. Meanwhile, NYCHA's Daniel Green tells Channel 2 News NYCHA will be transparent following reports it knew about the arsenic two weeks before going public. We want to make sure that they feel safe and at home like any, any resident in New York. Still no word on when people can go back to tap water. Roger Stern, 1010 wins at the Jacob Reese Houses in the East Village. At Penn Station this morning, Governor Hochul, the area in and around the transit hub are undergoing a billion-dollar redevelopment project. The low ceilings in some of the subway passages have been raised to 18 feet. They've also gotten rid of retail stores to make wider hallways. Police right now searching for the suspect who stabbed a man on the Lower East Side last night. It happened at about 9.40 on East 4th and 2nd Avenue. The victim stabbed in the chest. He is now reported hospitalized in stable condition. There is no word of any motive. The MTA does not want a repeat of Ida when some subway stations looked like waterfalls. Remember that? A Newsline takes you now to our Glenn Chuck with an update on the preps. Glenn. Yeah, and uh, Richard Davies, the president of uh, New York City Transit, he was out before dawn. He tells me starting out at the uh, 42nd Street Port Authority uh, subway station, they're checking on operations. He's going to be going around the boroughs here today to get first-hand look and make sure that uh, all the supervisors in place and they are ready for anything. He uh, actually gave me a call from earlier when he was uh, making his rounds. Uh, he was talking here about uh, monitoring these uh, storm drains that are right near subway stations, keeping them clear. It's very important to make sure that the rain doesn't pile up and then flood down into the platforms. You know, we've identified a number of uh, street surface area grates, if you will, uh, vents that we will proactively you know, put plywood around and, and seek to build up a little bit of a, a dam, if you will, again, in some known hotspots. So taking both, you know, the learnings that we've seen in past storms and then also our normal course, you know, we feel prepared. And again, they will be prepared, Bridget, right through tomorrow morning is really when they're on guard here for uh, the flash flooding that could occur at really at any time. Now, he says if uh, the public sees a storm drain that might be clogged up in the street near a subway uh, station, they should call 311 before those waters pour down into the subway system. I've been driving around here. I'm up in uh, Harlem now by 125th Street. So far, we haven't heard of any major issues, Bridget, but of course, we will be watching. All right, I know you'll be traveling about, Glenn. Do we know which train stations will have these uh, weather response teams? Well, it's the ones that have been prone to flooding before. A couple are on the Upper West Side. Some are in Queens. Um, Really a handful of of the ones that they really worry about the most. But uh, others, he says, it really does, again, not to keep talking about these storm drains. It really plays on that. If they haven't been cleared... If you think about the ones you may have by your home or apartment, you know what happens. Literally within minutes, the water can start pouring down there. So uh, those supervisors in place with those teams. And I should mention one final thing too quickly, Bridget. They have these uh, two special trains that can be moved quickly. They have these huge high-capacity pumps. If they have to get them into place to pump water out of the station, they'll do that. 
And again, we'll keep you updated from what we're seeing. All right, Glenn, we thank you. Glenn Chuck out and about this morning across the five boroughs. How whether by train or car or maybe boat this morning. Many of us are heading back to the office today, some for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Back in May, only 8% of workers in the city were going to the office five days a week. The Times reports as of last week, office occupancy remained under 50% in New York. So... What's the scene like at Grand Central Terminal today? Our Roger Stern is there. Bridget, I know city officials would like nothing better than to see hordes of people going back to the office. Unfortunately, at least empirically here at Grand Central, I saw no evidence of that. I found only one worker, a freelance freelance acupuncturist, who uh, decided on his own to go back to work. But everyone else I spoke with who is going to work said they've been doing it for a while. So I see no signs of a big uptick in that. Yeah, uh, Roger, do we know are companies trying to make it easier for people to go back, uh, doing away with vaccine mandates and such? Well, let's take the example of Goldman Sachs, whose CEO had called remote work an aberration. They are now waiving vaccine requirements for anyone who's got a medical or religious exemption by the city. So anything they can do to get workers back at their desks. All right, Roger Stern at Grand Central Terminal. Mayor Adams has been alternately praised and teased for being a man about town, popping up seemingly everywhere. Last night, he and his team noticed a car broken down near East 42nd Street and sprang into action. The mayor actually helping push that car. We're going to go straight to the bus stop. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, folks. Well, the broken-down car belonged to an MTA worker, turns out, and here's his exchange with the mayor. I'm so sorry about this, man. I'm a busy guy trying to run the city. Sorry. Great luck. Thanks, fellas. Thank you all so much. Mayor Adams later tweeting, my team is always on the job. Hashtag get stuff done. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.